Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Good. It's, uh, listen, this is the time. Enjoy yourself. January's coming. You can get yourself a gym membership then. Enjoy Christmas. My name's Josh. I'm the pastor here at Arena Mansfield. And if you're with us for the first time, it is a pleasure to have you with us this evening. Just before I, I jump into my message, we're going to be talking about the idea of of the gift in, in just a second. I just want to tell you about something else that we've been doing and that your given has contributed to. We've given out in this last week 60 hampers for people to have an awesome Christmas dinner on Christmas Day. Have we got a photo up? I think we've got a photo of that. There they are. The 60 Christmas dinners there. Let's give yourselves a round of applause. Something else, you'll see some toys there, and I'm not sure if that's the photo of the toys I'm going to be talking about now, but also we've partnered with um, one of the child organisations for people who wouldn't have got toys, and we've been able to give 96 toys away, specific toys to people, specific ages, around their specific needs, which I think is awesome, and they're going to get that on Christmas morning where they wouldn't have had presents. Again, give yourselves a round of applause. Hey, this present thing, I think we can do 200 next year. So I'm excited about next year already, Liv and Lou, who are down the front. Let's give Liv and Lou a round of applause who have organised all that. Well done. Normally, we'd have kids' church, but tonight it's different. It's a Christmas service, so kids, you're with us. Adults, you're with us big kids tonight. So what we're going to do is this. I have got a present for the best boy and girl who sit the best through the service. Liv is going to help me with the best boy and girl through the service. And whoever Liv thinks is the best while I'm speaking, you're going to get a present at the end of my message. Is that good? Brilliant. So let's go back to the gift. I want to remind you of John 3.16 and I'm going to read 17 as well. It says this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. For God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Now we'll come back to this. But if you know me, you know I love Christmas. I I love this time of year. As I've said many times, I love the Christmas films. I love the parties. Uh, Even though they're a little bit different still at the moment, I still love the parties. We had um, a bit of a Christmas party, a bit of a Christmas get-together, which was so good after what happened last year. I love it all. I even love the cold weather. I even love the dark mornings and the dark nights. I know I'm weird, but I love it. I love the fact that we, we give gifts this time of year. We all become a little bit nicer, a little bit more generous. Maybe not if you went shopping on Saturday. That might not have been the case. But um, we become a bit more generous. We, we just give gifts for the sake of giving gifts. And I love that. Now, who here likes to give more than to receive? Just lift your hands if that's you. Everyone take a look. These are the liars in the room. <laughs> I tricked you. No. I'm, only, I'm only joking. I am jo- I'm joking. I hope I've not offended anyone. That was a joke. But, but it's great. I, I, I actually do. I love to give. And I do love to receive as well, if I'm being honest. But it's funny, regardless of belief, that when we enter into this time, we, we do it as a country, don't we? And people around the world love this time of year, love Christmas, 
Because all of it stems back to 2,021 years ago when God gave us the greatest gift of all time, expecting nothing in return. He sent his son to the world so that we could have a fresh start. Over these next few moments, I want to tell you about three gifts that I've given or received over my life and how they relate to God's greatest gift, Jesus. The first gift is, is one I gave. Now, let's go back to 2005. That's, some people in here weren't born in 2005. And uh, that, that was, I was like 15 at the time, I think it was. It was a strange time. There were no iPhones. The iPhone would be released two years later. Spotify wasn't even a twinkle in its creator's eye. And when people, listen to this, when people wanted to listen to music, they had to use this weird device called a CD. Okay, if anyone remembers those, they were shiny and they got scratched and like you'd be like, I want to play this song and it's been scratched because uh, someone sat on it or whatever. Now my friend Adam, he just got his first car. It was a Nissan Micra, it was red. Like it was our passage to the world. It was our freedom. It was the best thing ever. This car probably cost 500 pounds, but it was awesome to us. The only problem with Adam's car is this. It had a tape player. Now, even in 2005, no one used tapes. Uh, I don't think I ever owned a tape in my entire life. So, so one day I overheard one of my friends from school saying that he knew where he could get a CD player for cars. So I thought, why not? Why not treat my friend Adam to a CD player for his car? So I thought, this is going to be great. Adam's going to love this gift. So fast forward to the day of the gift giving, my friend who acquired the CD player for me, he arranged to meet and he turned up and he was walking up to me with a black bin bag and I thought, this is a little bit different. <laughs> he walked up with a black bin bag and but lo and behold, in this bin bag was this awesome CD player. Like it would have been £200 in Halfords, it's in this bag. I thought it was a bit strange because there was some wires in the back of it still, but I, I, I was 15 years old, remember, at the time. So I wrapped it up with the wires still in the back of it and gave it to my friend. And let me tell you, we had lots of hours of great music. As I've got older, I've realised that the CD player maybe didn't come from a completely credible source. <laughs> I gave a gift that I thought was good, but in reality, the gift was tainted. It looked good on the surface, but when you dig deeper, the, the gift really wasn't a good gift. I think this is what a lot of people think when it comes to Jesus. That it might look good on the surface, but when you dig deeper, it might not be as good as it seems. I mean, a lot of people think that God's gift to us, Jesus, wasn't good at all. A lot of people I speak to think that God came to make their lives more boring, to, to stop them doing anything, to stop them enjoying life. Some people picture God as this cosmic fun sponge who just wants to make life boring. I think people have watched too much Vicar Dibley as well. <laughs> but that is how people view God, as this stern headmaster who never seems to be pleased with us. You picture God wagging his finger at you in disapproval, being mad at you. But let me ask you this. If Jesus was mad at you, why would he bother sending Jesus? His own son, who he loved. John 3.16 says, doesn't say, for God was mad at the world. It says, for God so loved 
the world. You know, tonight, God so loves you. He's crazy about you. He loves you so much that he sent his only son to die and raise again for you. Not to ruin your life, but to complete it. Not to end your life, but so that you could live life never ending. Are you with me? The second one is this. It was a gift that I received. Now, I want you to picture the setting. It's Christmas Day. All the family are at my mum and dad's. There's probably 15 of us in the room. We've had so much food that you're like, after loosening your belt off, Patrick knows what I'm talking about. We had to loosen the belts off. You know, the, 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 the top button of the shirt comes open and it's Christmas present time. Even at 18 years old, I was the first one like, come on, can we open our presents now? Can we open our presents now? Come even, I'll be honest, even, even now as a 32-year-old man, that's still me. <laughs> like, I'm the one on Christmas Day. Like, we've got a, a few, three young kids here. I was going to say a few. <laughs> Just say three. <laughs> and I'm still the one who's like waking up the first in the morning. Come on, kids, let's get down stairs. So here we are, we're unwrapping our presents and I'm rifling through them and I do that thing that I'm sure we all do where you pick the present up and you're like trying to have a bit of a guess what it is just before you open it, you know, really making the most of the moment and I'm thinking this one feels good, it felt heavy, it felt hefty, I thought okay, what could this be? Thinking in my head maybe 12 golf balls, you know, my my preferred brand. Uh, So I opened it up and I get the wrapping paper off and to my horror, it says, beers from around the world. Now, now, some of you, that's like the best present ever. But to me, it's the worst, because I don't drink beer. I, I don't like beer. I don't like the taste of beer. It's not like some religious thing. I just don't like it. It just is what it is. It's pretty well known in my family that I don't like beer, and I'm not into it. So everyone's watching, and my face is like... <laughs> You know, like when you're dying inside, but you're not trying to show it. (laughs) I'm like that. I'm like, what do I say here? (laughs) Thanks so much. See, I still remember this as the worst gift I I ever got. Not because it was a bad gift. It was just a bad gift for me. I couldn't use it and I didn't want it. See, God's gift for Jesus is not a bad gift. It's the greatest gift. He wasn't sat around in heaven. God wasn't in heaven like doing that thing that we do when someone's giving you a present that you didn't expect. And like, what can I give them? Like, oh, there's a scar from three years ago that someone gave me. <laughs> We've all done it. <laughs> like, God, God, God wasn't doing that. God wasn't like, oh, what shall I do for humanity? No, this was God's plan. That Jesus would be the saviour of mankind. Jesus is exactly what we need. Now, you might dispute that, but stay with me. Because let's have a look at what Isaiah 9 says. It says this, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. Is your life a mess? He's the wonderful counsellor. Do you feel weak? He's the mighty God. Do you need someone to look out for you? He's there. He's the everlasting Father. Are you stressed out? God is there for you. You know, 
God is the greatest gift that we could ever imagine. And finally, the last gift was a gift I rejected. Now, I only know this because my mum's told me like a thousand times, and you'll understand why in a minute. But when I was young, like four or five, mum and dad weren't quite as maybe well off as other times in their life. But as parents do, they'd gone to great lengths to make Christmas awesome. Like they'd pushed out the boat, they'd, they'd pushed the budget a little bit, and they bought me this gift that they thought I would really love. So the morning comes, Christmas Day, and I get lost in opening presents, and I open this big present, and I'm not as excited as they expected. And then... A few days later, we're walking through Mansfield and I see this present in the window and it says, Mum, now let me show you what I really wanted for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it a few times, this story, let me tell you throughout my life. My mum was distraught, of course, which is why she remembers it to this day. And I'm sure I got a good telling off, which I deserved. But here's the thing. I had this great gift, but I rejected it. See, Jesus came to this earth with you in mind. He died and he rose again from his love for you. Not from a posture of, I'll show them, but from a heart of, I want to know you. He left the comfort, the beauty and the adoration of heaven to live a perfect life on this earth and die a horrendous death. All the while knowing that there was every possibility that you would reject it that you'd ignore him, that you'd laugh at him. Even more, he knew that you might run away from him, that you might do your own thing, that you might laugh at the thought of him, that you might ridicule others for following him. And he still went through it because of his great love for you. I want to ask you tonight, will you reject the greatest gift of all time? Your sin gone, your slate wiped clean, a fresh start, a new day, a relationship with the God of heaven and earth. We reject it. We walk away. You say, Josh, I don't know if I believe. And that's fair enough. But the person you came with tonight, they must believe and you must like them enough to come. They're not crazy, are they? Don't answer that. <laughs> but if they're not, surely there must be something to this. The evidence for Jesus historically is overwhelming. It's a fact that he lived and he died on a cross, that thousands followed him. The question is this, do you believe he was who he said he was? If this isn't real, if it's all made up, isn't it strange that we're still sat here 2,000 years later talking about one man who if he wasn't who he said he was, he must have been mentally deranged? I don't know what you think today, where, where you are in your life, where you are in your faith, but I know this, that Jesus came to earth with you in mind. He is the greatest gift the world's ever seen. Today, will you receive the gift or will you walk away? I just want you to ask you to bow your head and close your eyes just to give people their privacy. And today, you might never have heard the message of Jesus like, like it's been laid out tonight. And maybe you want to say, Josh, I want to accept this gift, the gift of Jesus. I want to accept 
his love and his grace and his mercy and his peace, I need the greatest gift. I want to say yes to Jesus for the first time. If that's you tonight, Christmas 2021, I just want you to lift your hands. Say, you say, I want to say yes to Jesus. I can see hands going up around the place. I'll just give you one more moment. That's great. Anyone else? That's great. You can put your hands down. God, I can't see all the hands. I don't see, can't see all the faces, but you can. Father, I pray tonight for these people who've said they want to step in and walk in a relationship with you. I pray, Jesus, that they would give you all of them and that in return that you would give them all of you. We love you, Father. We honour you. Amen.